Okay, so welcome back to another episode. This is Night Shift Radio. I am Isaiah, and we are here with... Uh, Devin, a.k.a. Tasty Jerk. And... Nobody else, just us two. All right, I guess Jared has Wait, died. Wait, oh, was I supposed to take, <laughs> like, introduce my <laughs> I love that. We got to keep that in. Yes, who who are you, third person? Uh, I'm Jared. Welcome, I'm Jared. Tired. Hi, Jared. <laughs> okay, Thank you Jared. for joining us. Wait, is this my AA meeting or the podcast? I'm confused. Um, we can make it both. It's just yeah. whatever you would like. Oh, okay. Yes. So today, our topic is a hot one. Coming in hot Friday. So hot, so spicy. The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Something that I honestly have been waiting for since the last episode aired. Yeah. So I am super excited. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah. Did anybody else uh, rewatch season one recently? I did. Nice. I what didn't. You, I thought about it. Oh, well, and you have. Disney Plus app kept reminding me to. So. <laughs> if you have a free hours. five hours tonight, then you're you're good. You should just after this podcast turn it on, and you should be good before midnight. Yeah, so. just binge the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I I love I I and it's in- interesting if you guys want to touch on it more too. Like, I. We had a Star Wars episode that we didn't publish because it was kind of talking about the new trilogy and we kind of felt like we were ragging on the rise of skywalker too much um we bit well, yeah it was garbage so what did you expect <laughs> well that's the thing right and and to not get too into that you you're either one or the other you either hate yeah. the last jedi or and love the rise of skywalker or you hate the rise of skywalker and love the last jedi yeah but what's so interesting about that is the mandalorian was a breath <laughs> oh completely I don't know anybody who disliked it. Like, everyone yeah. was like, oh, this I, is I, awesome Star yeah. Wars. I haven't even read an article of nobody, like, like saying bad things about it. It's like, it doesn't yeah. exist. I've heard yeah. people be like, oh, it's Star I'm The most I've seen is, oh, Star Wars isn't my thing. But even then, yeah. like, so many They're not going to like it anyway. Don't even yeah. like Star Wars. They're like, oh, it's like a space western. They're like, it's actually pretty good. You're like, heck, yeah, yeah it's good. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my mom's not a huge Star Wars fan. She watched the entire season. She really enjoyed it. That's um, awesome. That says a my lot dad was mom. rewatching it by himself. What'd you say? I said that, that says a lot for your mom to like like a show. Yeah, like that. she's not huge into sci-fi or anything really with like violence or anything. Not like it's an ultra-violent show. She just, you know, she shies away from stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, now she loved it. She watched the entire season with us. So it's it's cool oh, to yeah. see. But I think what I was gonna ask about what you guys thought too is like, I almost feel like. At, at maybe at this point in time, until they get better directors or better writers on the movies, like I kind of feel like I prefer long form Star Wars over yeah movies, right? Like shows. Honestly, and... yeah, I I'm okay with them going towards more of a a show form or you know a, a small series of uh, maybe episodes of something instead of full full blown mo- movies. Yeah, because I guess. That's, yeah, I guess that's what they're thinking about. That's why they postponed um, Obi Wan or Kenobi, whatever they were calling it. Yeah, um, was because they were deciding whether to do TV show style or just a couple episodes of like a movie style. Mm, interesting, kind of like Sherlock, where the episodes are longer but like high quality or something. Yeah, so I don't because they had basically postponed it indefinitely until they figure out exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Which kind yeah. of sad, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think I, I read an article the other day too, basically Disney reiterating that they are going to be moving more towards 
online streaming and yeah and tv shows and um well or you know quote-unquote tv movies straight to disney plus or whatever um especially in the current climate which we will not talk too much about because obviously everybody's (laughs) living it and doesn't need to be constantly reminded about it but that that makes sense right it's like if if you can't get people to the theaters and and everybody's waiting for stuff to do at home then Mm -hmm. why not keep giving it to them i'm i'm thankful for this show coming out uh oh yeah i'm very excited so let's get into it mando season one so highlights what did y'all like the most hmm I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to let Jared go if he can think of anything. Uh, well, I'm thinking because it's one of those things that's so weird where it's like I just liked everything so much. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, like, what can I pull and highlight to actually say what I really enjoyed mm-hmm. about it? Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, the casting choices for, like, all the characters that got yes. sitting on the yeah. road were pretty darn spot on. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. agree with that. I um, – <clears throat> it might be – at first, I was thinking it might be more of like a nostalgia thing for me, like because mm-hmm. obviously the first Star Wars movies I saw were in the old Empire, you know, yeah. Luke Skywalker days, and so it, it feels good to be back in, um, you know, with the stormtroopers and and in that era. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think it just it just does come down to the people behind the show being passionate about the show. I, I'd gladly watch a, a Star Wars show in the Clone Wars or oh, yeah. in even in the new trilogy era, you know, like. Mm-hmm. it again come even though the episodes were kind of short yeah it felt like there was still plenty of breathing room you know oh completely for like storytelling and and for interesting characters um you know again as opposed to the movie sometimes where it feels like you're just on a, a constant sprint to save the universe from mm-hmm. devastation um it's kind of nice just seeing the the smaller problems that this guy has to deal with with yeah you know and i know the stakes are going to get higher of course yeah, oh, yeah the localized conflicts are cool and that's because something yeah. that star wars is rich in where yeah you know there's there's so many tinier conflicts that you can focus on and have just an amazing amount of information to play off of mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's something that that john favreau understands and yeah. that's why anything he's ever directed or produced i've loved and yeah, exactly i have to I, agree yeah like he just he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. and I think it just it showed really well in, in in the entire season. Something I really appreciate is the fact that they were able to bring a show with basically all brand new characters. Mm-hmm. We know nothing about anything, mm-hmm. and it'd be so great. Star Wars hasn't been able to really do that in a yeah. good minute. You know, Rogue One it, again. It was split down the middle. You liked it or yeah, you yeah. didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of it. The more I watch it, the more little things I can pick out where it's great. But this is like – it's something totally brand new, and it has you on the edge of your seat the, every single episode. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, oh, man. I almost lost my train of thought. Rogue One. Oh, yeah. No, I went into season one. Um, I mean I was excited. Mandalorian came out after Rise of Skywalker, right? Um. Or no, I think it came out no, – episode was, one shortly came out yeah, shortly before Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it was right? kind of like the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe a few episodes before Rise of Skywalker. But anyway, I, I think I was still kind of um, not sure how to feel about that movie. And mm-hmm. so I think I was kind of skeptical about The Mandalorian because even even the title, The Mandalorian, who is he? What's his name? Oh, he's always going to mm-hmm. wear his mask. Like, he just seems generic, right? Master mm-hmm. Chief style, <laughs> whatever. Like, and, and they kind of lean into that, but somehow they still give him character. And yeah. 
And I think a big thing for me was in episode one, and they did a really good job with this, uh, the ending of episode one. You had no idea about Yodito, Baby Yoda. Uh Exactly. That wasn't in any of their marketing materials. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, what's this going to be about? Him going around being a bounty hunter? I don't know how interesting that's going to be. Yeah. But then episode one ended, and it was like, oh, where's this going? And yeah. yeah. Now you and can't the whole go anywhere without seeing Baby Yoda. Too. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And Sorry, Jared, was... I cut you off. Oh no, I just said that, like that's what was great is it's like the whole season long you kept guessing like where things were gonna go next and never felt like you're like oh well, I know how this episode's gonna play out. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all completely different, which I really appreciated. You know, a lot of times you would just get recycled material, mm-hmm. big time, especially with such a big franchise, you'd get that a lot. Whereas this, you know, of course there's some recycled material because we have to understand it is Star Wars. But sure. it's like it is really different, which is mm-hmm. to me is really cool. Was there any characters in season one aside from obviously like I don't know if we can say Baby Yoda is someone from the Star Wars movies? We know he's somehow probably connected to Yoda, but I guess what I'm saying is, were there really any big characters from other Star Wars stuff that were really touched on at all in season one, or was it all? It was mainly all Easter eggs, just hinting towards other right. characters, old, uh, different bounty hunters we've seen, seen in the past. I don't, but sure. from what I understand, remember, there's no main characters. Even the guy at the very end, like, he, like no one really. He's knows. a new villain, and yeah, I already I, love him. I want to see more of him. Yeah, it's like I think every aspect of the show is, yeah, it is Star Wars, but it is still completely new. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Do you guys know who who chose the directors and the writers for this show? Was it John Favreau? Was he kind of given the him and Filoni I think so. I think yeah, he, him and 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 uh, were given you know the full creative control over it. Which is I mean, very smart. I would love to see that happen for the Star Wars media as a whole. Give it to Favreau and give it to Dave Filoni. Yeah, because it's just like every episode was so. It was unique. I mean, there's one episode with um, the young bounty hunter. That one is like the only one that I can't say I care for too much. Like, yeah, but that even was an then, interesting episode. Even then, it wasn't bad. Like, I watch it, and I'm like, oh yeah, it was entertaining. It just wasn't. All the other ones are like when they start. It's like, oh yeah, this one. Oh yeah, this one. Like, you know, you, you just immediately yeah. remember they have a distinct vibe because of their directors and their writers. And it's like, I'm excited to see that again in season two. Yeah. Yes. What was your guys' favorite episodes? Because I'm starting to roll through season one now, and like, what was, what were ones that stood out to you, and why? I think it was was it number two or three where he goes to the one planet and he like, uh, more or less like kind of like ha- like falls in love with the lady there. Yes. Who, yeah. It never really expounds on her history, but she knows what she's doing apparently. Oh. Yes. <laughs> But I just thought it emotionally developed the Mandalorian character so well that even without him taking off the helmet that episode that mm-hmm. you saw, yeah, you you like um, I don't know. It just did such a great job of just developing his character that even without the face, yeah, you know, he became something, you know, not so generic or cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I, it's funny, and I think Star Wars already does normally a good job of that because then you think about certain droids. There could be ones that yeah. look like I think of all the astromechs that look just like R two D two. Yeah. But when you highlight one and give it its own personality and everything, it doesn't need to stand out and be different. 
in yeah. visually. Yeah, yeah. Somehow you remember. They are really good about that. Yeah, I really appreciate the little tangent, but like how even though Baby Yoda or the child is such like a big character, of the show is like at the same time, it doesn't detract from Mando himself. You know who he is as a character. It's like no, it's a good balance I... between Baby Yoda just being cute and adorable, and you figure, wanting to know who he is, but at the same time wanting to understand Mando's past and who he is. Yeah, I. Uh... I mean, again, we could just keep singing praises about this show because I, I think without Baby Yoda, Yodito, or they're, they're just calling him the child, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they would do with the show. I mean, uh, yeah. a bounty hunter going around and, and being a bounty hunter is not particularly interesting. It's the things he runs into. Yeah. And I think they they did a very specific thing. And I think, honestly, they, they said they took a lot of inspiration from – Oh, an old manga. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the the wolf and the cub or something. It's basically about a oh, ronin. Yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. A, a samurai that saves a child from a burning village, and it's kind of a similar premise. Yeah. Um, but I think that was perfect because you you uh, before we get a little too far into this episode, we are going to be talking season one spoilers and potentially some season two leaks. So if you if you don't like that or you want to catch up first please do um but i think what what's interesting about that is the little bit you do learn about mandalorian well at first it seems extreme what he does to save this child right like he starts basically setting a town on fire and and taking all these dudes out to save this (laughs) thing but you realize from his past Mm, he was an orphan he was saved by the mandalorians he was dead to rights and which also you know shows why he hates droids so much because it was the great federation about to murk him but suddenly that immediately gives him more personality because suddenly mm-hmm. you understand, oh, that's why he immediately was like connected to this thing, yeah. whether it's through the force or whether just emotion, like mm-hmm. this is a child that for some reason they're telling us to kill. I don't know why. And I'm not okay with that, you know? Yep. And that dynamic throughout the show is like, you can see him trying to, trying to put himself almost in this little child's shoes because he never had a normal childhood he became exactly. a Mandalorian and was trained in battle so it's almost like hey can I save this kid from the life that I had to you know turn exactly. into and and it just gives him so much personality even from the actions and what he does around this child yeah they're even indicted to each other basically because you know mm-hmm. Mando saves the child and then baby Yoda saves him you know multiple yeah. times at the same time so it's like yeah. they're both just like just saving each other trying to find out basically who the, who each one of them are yeah yeah does season three give us a teenage yoda i would hope so it's like group like, like yeah group, all pimply like, and attitude yeah, just a bunch of attitude yeah he seems to be manageable size just like yeah exactly in his room <laughs> but no i uh just thinking about the episodes i i what jared touched on that episode was really good um mm-hmm. It had certain parts of it. Well, first of all, I think we're going to get more of her because it very much left that kind of up for debate. It just, or not up for debate, but kind of like a plot left hanging. Like she's in this quiet little village where nobody knows how to fight, but for some reason she's amazing with a blaster and she knows how to, you know, and there was a little thing between her and Mando. So we'll probably see her whether or not in season two, probably in season two, but definitely in the future, I would think. Um, Yeah. But that episode kind of had Jurassic 
park vibes with like they the really ATST coming through the forest. I loved that. It was more like a well, monster well, Bryce, than it was like uh, a uh, machine. Bryce Howard is the one who who directed that episode. When I found that out, I was like, "Oh, perfect! That makes perfect sense." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Um, and then one of my man, it's hard to choose a favorite. I it really I think is. I feel like when everything enters overdrive in the last two episodes, that's some of my yeah. favorite moments in the Definitely show. Definitely the second to the last episode is my favorite. Super good. If I were to choose a favorite, the last episode would probably be my favorite just because I love uh, – what's his name? The the New Zealand dude. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Giancarlo Esposito? No, not, he's amazing too, and I'm looking forward to – no, but the – oh, Taika Waititi. The, the director. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and the guy who voices the IG-11 droid, mm-hmm. um, you know, directed Thor Ragnarok, directed, uh, you know, he's just got, he, he's got a flair that works really well in Star Wars, like a humorous, but still like epic and action-packed flair that just one second has you cracking up and the next second is like, oh my God, like this is so epic. Like he just knows how to, any other episodes you guys wanted to touch on? Um, I really like the 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 um, oh, which episode is that? Like the prison barge one. That one's Thank really you. good. Thank that you. If you didn't really bring it up, good. I was going to go on. Yeah, that one was good because like first it had like so many like classic like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like like a feeling like um, tropes kind of. Uh yeah, I guess you could say tropes, but that's the thing. It, it did it in a way where it didn't feel like old or played out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it still felt so fun and fresh of an episode. Well, and that just, and the fact it, that Mando was like Batman. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like moving through that's the shadow, taking people out, you know, as the lights are flickering. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turned from a heist movie into like a like a a, a Batman revenge tale. And there you go. Heist. He was the monster. I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a heist. And you didn't like the characters immediately. You were like, "Wow, these guys are jerks. They're memorable, but they're jerks." Uh, uh, like oceans, but Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can make a whole movie just on that, actually, and that'd be a great idea for a movie. <laughs> it's yeah. called Rogue One. <laughs> you know, that's actually a great point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. And 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 Rogue One was a little bit maybe on the on the grim dark side. So it's like I would love mm-hmm. to love to see something a little bit more lighthearted as well right which is funny because I, I actually loved rogue one same no i i, I did yeah. really like it and the more i watch it the more i enjoy it too um yeah no that's the only other one i think i was gonna gonna point out um you know and then you have a lot of easter eggs and mm-hmm. i think we should probably move on a little bit about maybe season two stuff you think yeah or did you want to touch on season one stuff more um we could move on and once we come back with the episode we can always talk about both mm-hmm um okay expectations the big the big season two yeah numero dos like man i am excited for our bilingual listeners (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't i honestly don't know what to think there's been so much you know um teased information and confirmed information where you know i don't think they're gonna mess it up but it's like if if it's Mm. done right this season could possibly be again one of the greatest things that come out of the star wars universe yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't want to overhype it because I don't like, I don't want to be let down, but the pedigree of the people behind it, it's the same people. It's this, you know, yeah. they know what they're doing. And I think, um, 
a lot of people overlook this stuff, but I've been I've been saying it for years, and I'm going to say it again. Some of if you're even vaguely interested in Star Wars, whether you have a family or not, some of the best Star Wars that you can watch is Star Wars: The Clone Wars series mm-hmm. and Star Wars Rebels. Really and is. I understand at the beginning it's slow, and it's uh, the the beginning of each show is is, is pretty slow, and yeah, is it. very kiddie, like very like. Both first seasons are pretty childish. They're very childish. Oh no, battle droid slipped on a banana peel. You know, it's like, okay, this is, this is (laughs) kind of painful. But then the writing kicks in in like season two and season three, and it's on par with the movies. Like it really is. And it's the same writers. It's a lot of the same writers for the Mandalorian as it was for those kids show kids shows. And I think you're, I mean, not think, I can almost guarantee you're going to see not just characters, but probably plot lines that were developed in those kids' shows put forth in The Mandalorian. Because, again, right at the end of season one, main bad guy has a darksaber. Yeah, which is like, who did he take it from? How did he get it? Mm Because the last person we saw who had it was, uh, I believe, Sabine. I think it was Sabine, yeah. So it's like... Is she dead now? Did he like whip her, or did he just take it? Or exactly. is, has she defected and is now part of the the new empire? Like, what's going on? I doubt she she was so anti empire. I doubt exactly. She defect. But yeah, but it's it, like so. What happened? Did he kill her? Did he steal it? Did, exactly. Yeah, so. Or it's like all these other characters who have um you know at one point dealt with it. You know, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. It's like what's going on with them? It's just there's so many possibilities. And just unknowns where it's like, either way, it's going to be amazing. Um, my timelines are getting messed up in my head. Did, does Rebels take place before Mandalorian? Yes. So Mando okay. is five years after the fall of the Empire. Oh, okay, that's so. Right. Rebels is during the during the reign of the Empire. During the reign of the Empire. Clone Wars oh, is yeah. from before Empire to, and then start of Empire. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see that. And, and for people who's like, uh, who's Sabine? Who's you know, I if they bring these characters from Star Wars: The Clone Wars and, and Star Wars Rebels, I highly doubt you're going to need to have watched Clone yeah. Wars or, or Rebels. They're going to you know, they're going to explain things and and they're going to be their own thing. However, mm-hmm. it's going to be that much more impactful if you do know who those people are, you know, exactly. like, Oh, you know, like at the end of, of season one, I practically leaped out of my chair when I saw the dark saber blade. Oh yeah. I fighter. I was like, cause there was, there were several things in season one. Um, the planet where he met that chick, mm-hmm. uh, in the bar, there was a loath cat, which is mm-hmm. from star Wars rebels. Super yeah. weird to see that. Like lifelike. Um, yeah, it was but lots of stuff like that, that I was like, Oh, Okay. At, throughout the season it was kind of like oh, okay easter eggs since a lot of them were from rebels and clone wars and then mm-hmm. at the end of season one it was like nope like they're going to be continuing stuff from those shows in this show and it's oh yeah excited, man. well this is the first time we've seen a dark saber live action for one yeah yeah you know first time we saw tie fighters move the certain way they did in the move in the show that episode uh-huh. so it's like we're already seeing things we haven't seen live action we've only seen in, in the cartoons mm-hmm. Which kind of and I, which bridges I, that all of it together. Yes, yeah. it bridges it together, and I like that they've done that with with those small little things that only observant people would know from watching those other series. Because to me, it seems like a bigger payoff for 
oh, people yeah. who watched what are essentially children's shows, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. matter. I'm not putting a shame to the no, they, they star, you know, yeah. But that's just you know that's what they are. That's what they were created for. But mm-hmm. knowing that, hey, you know, there's like a payoff of if you watch that, and so you know how good it was and everything. Mm-hmm. Translating that into this more mature live action universe, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's just I don't know. There's so much information. Do we want to kind of go into some theories? Yeah, I mean, touch on any theories that you guys so, have or, or what you're hoping to see. I believe, like right after they announced a definite season two, they there was already theories right away. Ahsoka, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Disney never denied it. They oh, put yeah. out some information about it, so it's not 100% confirmed, but it is huge. Like it's just super likely that we will see Ahsoka in some fashion alongside with Darth Vader. We'll see him in some fashion, whether it be, you know, them just talking about him or a flashback. It's just I I would love to see Ahsoka in live action. That right there. Even if she doesn't do anything like lightsaber wise, just to see the character that we've seen for the past, I don't know, f- at least five years on cartoons, it's like it would be amazing to see her live action yeah exactly um i'm kind of looking at it didn't it get confirmed that ahsoka is for sure gonna be i don't if it happened recently because the article that's in the outline i don't it wasn't it didn't say it was 100 confirmed the confirmed one was i forget how to pronounce his name was it tamra morrison um, um well spoiler yes yeah she was cast <laughs> uh, okay. Rosario Dawson has been cast as as Ahsoka Tano. Well, there we go. Um, continue with that blocker. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought I thought I knew that. Um, okay. So we don't know. I mean, the fact that they announced the casting to me says she'll be in in yeah. season two at some point. It would be way too early if she would be in season three to announce oh, yeah. her. So I mean, there we go. I mean, we're definitely gonna see her in some fashion. This is according to a report. Yeah. Uh, from Slash Film, so okay. it could be incorrect, but it's I think it's the same people who uh, reported uh, Tamora. Uh, what's his last name? Morrison. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you got the hard part right. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> Is say it really Tamora Morrison. Yeah. For some reason, I wanted to call him Tamora Morrison. Like I don't know why. It's like no, it's just it's just Morrison. It's easy. Yeah. But that right um, there is gonna be insane. You know? Okay, so then. That got leaked, and then Entertainment Weekly, uh, a month after that, it says Dawson was asked by Variety Magazine if she's playing Ahsoka Tano in the upcoming season of the Mm -hmm. Disney Plus series. Here was her denial. That's not confirmed yet, but when that happens, I will be very happy. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm very excited for that to be confirmed at some point. It's the most backhanded, like, um, (laughs) no ever. I mean, I'm glad you said it. I didn't say it, but I'm not going to deny it. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's pretty much all all but confirmed. So that is going to be uh, awesome. And that is uh, the actress Rosario Dawson. And for those of you who may not know, Tamora Morrison uh, played Mm, Jango Fett in the prequels. So that right there, yeah, 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 will be amazing to see whether it just be you know him voicing possibly Boba Fett um, mm-hmm. in the past or maybe or we'll see clones. Boba Fett. We don't know. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Well, old clones. I was gonna say, is it a possibility? Because not only did he play Jango Fett, he played the model and the voice for 
uh, the clones for the in clone the movies, army yeah. in the movies. So um, is it possible that we see that as well? We see some. Can you imagine some like old clones Rex like rolling up old <sighs> Rex? That, I I would probably die. I mean, I could die happy. Yeah. Like yep. it, you know, 20, 2020 could not get any better if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see any of that. It definitely seems like season two is going to be bringing more, I want to say, fan service in. Definitely, um, definitely. And I'm fine with that as long as it's not too heavy-handed, you know, because yeah. the the people who have been all but confirmed at this point, they just make sense. Like, mm-hmm. when we started realizing they at the end of season one, oh, they're probably going to continue stories from the Clone Wars and from Rebels – diehard star wars fans where do their minds start going to oh i I wonder if they'll touch on ahsoka tano oh Mm -hmm. i wonder if they'll touch on 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 jango or if they'll touch on you know and it's like those are the people who have been confirmed so far so it's obvious that they're following that logic and Uh well if you're wondering where these people are it it is going to touch on them so but it's stuff that makes sense it's not like we want to see some random character that we barely saw 20 years ago it's like no we 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 want here's the bulba from episode one (laughs) exactly (laughs) wow he's an old man oh gross we do we definitely do not need another christmas special that is oh yes Wait, didn't they say they were doing something like that? I don't know. It was probably a joke. I don't know. That was, yeah. I never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. Oh, yeah. It was real bad. <sighs> what about you, Jared? What do you think? What are your what are your hopes? What are your, your theories about season two? I don't know. I'm just, um, because the one one thing that keeps puzzling me, and, I, and I'm glad it is, is just the same way how you know how episode one very slyly introduced the child at the end yeah mm-hmm. i'm just i have no idea where they're gonna go with that story anymore like i yeah. know he was told that he needs to you know search for his people and everything yeah, yeah. And we've never even seen his people in the movies right. or in the yeah. show we know nothing about his people mm-hmm. exactly there's been only two of his species ever that's ever been seen in any other media so it's like yeah you know it, it's it, it's really exciting to to, to wonder where that's going to go and yeah. because it's not a plot there that's been done anywhere before it's exactly you don't know what to expect and that's what i find super exciting and that's what i'm just mm-hmm. really wanting and waiting to see in the next season definitely it's gonna go something i was telling uh jared before we started recording is um it, i believe it was confirmed that um the child or baby yoda he was born in the same year anakin was born interesting so it's like that's weird in itself, but also is like the the confusion of. So the there was there was a baby one. Yoda at the same time. Yeah, that's that there you... was adult Yoda as well. Yes. So because there's been theories before, is like okay, we don't know nothing about the, this race of yeah, uh, Yoda just people. hit it all over the the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like where are these where are these um, beings coming from? Since we've only ever yeah. seen three, yeah. it's like are they yeah. born out of the Force? Who's sending them there? Possible. How, where are they showing up? But it was like, yeah. why was this child born at the same time as, as Anakin? If they're so powerful in the Force, why did Yoda not sense this child? Like, yeah. What, all this craziness. Was baby Yoda possibly the real chosen one? Who knows? Who knows? That would be interesting. Which, if any of that ever comes up in season two, one thing I don't want to hear is I'm tired of hearing about Palpatine, especially because of how much I Please hate the last Please be done movie. with that. Yeah. Please be done with that. Right. We don't need Space Hitler to come back a fourth time. Like it's, 
It's done. <laughs> He's done. I don't it's, need him to come like back. A, I have a pair of jeans with holes in it, so then I gained 200 pounds, and I'm still trying to put them on. Them, they <laughs> they worn out. Okay, they're done. It's toast. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's stop trying to put those back on, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and so because I think trying to add another connection like that to the series, I think, would just basically ruin everything else that they've been building up. Dude, Definitely. no, wait. Baby Palpatine. Baby <laughs> he's out there. There's another Mando got a baby Palpatine, and he's got he's shooting lightning from his fingers. Baby Yoda's like actually Snoke. Oh, Ew, God. yeah. I would shoot myself. I would. Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad. Hopefully, we see some Gungans in season two. All right, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. <laughs> um, and on that bombshell. <laughs> no, but just to go back to what Jared said, I, I'm with you as well. Like. Uh, they definitely didn't reveal much about season one at all uh, mm-hmm. before season one came out, and maybe I was like, following "Here you it go." Yeah, no, there really I, wasn't much information. No, and so I want to be careful too, because like as a fan, when before things come out, I want to eat up all the information. But I, I, I really want to be surprised because I mm-hmm. think where some of the maybe new trilogy also faltered was in fan expectation. You know, yeah, like I, exactly. I loved the Last Jedi, but I had friends that said, "No, I expected Luke to come back and and be like mega powerful and and crush an ATAT with his Force powers." And you know that that wasn't <laughs> interesting sounding to me. <laughs> no, I mean that didn't sound interesting to me. But that was that was interesting to them. And then I had expectations for Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and it was totally like. Well, actually, no. Rise, Rise of Skywalker. I had negative expectations for Rise of Skywalker, and then it followed them exactly, which was disappointing. I think yeah. what I'm <laughs> right. saying is we, you know, same with Half Life. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. people had to wait for Half Life so far. Everybody already had it existing in their minds. Yep. And then yep. if it didn't follow that, or yeah. somehow disrespected their mental vision of it, it was it disappointing was to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is garbage. My idea was way better. It's and, like, I don't, I just want to enjoy the ride. Like, yeah. in the wise words of Kylo Ren, let go of the past, let it die. You know, just let yeah. it go away. I True. mean, it, it's great while it lasted, but yeah. stop, stop milking it, you know, kind yeah. of move yeah. on, which is what Mando has so far, so far done. Yeah. Which is funny because that reminds me because a, a, a co-worker the other day because we were talking with people like, oh, the Mandalorian's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if he saw it all or not, but he was just like, he goes, is that really like the end all be all for Star Wars? He goes, I've heard so many people hype it up. And it's funny because I think, you know, since the series played through the rest of the last uh, movie, that in a way it kind of is because mm-hmm. it for its current, for the type of medium that it is. It is the best Star Wars that we currently have access to, yeah. and that yeah. speaking of live action, at least, well, you know? in a way, mm-hmm. it's the only thing because they don't even plan on making another movie for. They haven't even announced. They just said we don't plan on doing it for a long time. Yeah. And TV show wise, I mean, just anything. This is what we got, and it's not <laughs> a disappointment so far. No, right, it's super enjoyable. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I, I think just to wrap up on that is is. I'm hoping maybe season two, I mean, at this point, I guess Jared is right. Like, we still don't really know what's going to happen in season two, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm glad about that. Because it's like, information I, is really the trailer. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you got to get him back to his people. What does that mean? Where are mm-hmm. his people? Where? It's like, I, I would love it if we came into season two, which this is, uh, we're, we're recording this on Thursday, so at midnight tonight, it'll go live. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or does his people mean not race, but but the Jedi force users? Yeah, force not even users. Jedi, just force users. You know, force users in general. Ahsoka's not a Jedi. She's that's true. You know, she'd be a gray Jedi. She's a force user. Right then that's and true. there, that could be her people, mm-hmm. which would blow my mind. I'd be like, yes, just start freaking out having a season. That'd be cool. But then it, does it end? You know, because it's like, oh, hey, yeah. I gave Baby Yoda to Ahsoka. Uh, the show's over. Everybody go home. Like I, 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 I believe there's a season three confirmed. I could be yeah. totally wrong on that, but I believe there is. Oh, I, I'm sure they've got a lot of Mando coming, and I'm I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I the same way that I wanted with the movies, uh, I, I want with this and with any Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff. I want to be surprised. I, I just want to ride the wave and, and, and enjoy it. So Definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're getting a little bit past the half hour yeah. mark. So is there any closing stuff that you guys wanted to touch on first before we wrapped up the first half? No, I'm just excited to see what happens tonight. Or, yeah. you know. All right. So when we get back after this short break, we will have seen episode one of season two. Hopefully you will too. Otherwise your mind will be destroyed forever. So please watch episode one and we will be back. All together now. Wow. You disappointed me by not joining. Yeah, Jared, you needed to really join in that beautiful. Uh, Where do you guys have that chorus? energy? I came home and I literally like willed myself to not just die. Welcome, Gak. Sorry, go get to it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Here we go. All right. Welcome back, guys. Uh, Quick little break. Um, To preface this before, spoiler warning for episode two, if or season two, episode one. If you have not seen it, turn this off and go watch it before you listen, because we will ruin it all. All All of it. Since you have heard that. Uh, season two, episode one of Mandalorian. Wow, I loved it, wow. man. I yeah, yeah. I mean, what's what's your initial impressions on it? One hundred percent not disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, completely different than I yeah. thought they were gonna go with the first episode. <coughs> right. Um, I thought it was gonna be a lot more just kind of prefacing uh, season two, mm-hmm. um, which they did a little bit, but. You yeah. know, there was a, I, I they really just jumped right into it and you know just started a new season. I was I was expecting a little more. I don't know, just um for them to lay out the kind of what the season was going to be. But mm. I'm definitely not disappointed. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I guess we don't really know. We know the overall what he is trying to do, but we don't really know what's going to be happening this season. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's trying to take. 
the child, you know, uh, they don't want to call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. Obviously, he, he wouldn't know who Yoda is, so I, mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but he's trying to take the child to its people. But yeah, I, I guess I had no idea how this would start, and it was um, it was a kaiju flick, man. Like that's it not was. what I expected at all. Like a straight up space western exactly. slay the dragon. My like, whole thing was the amount of CGI in a yeah. TV show that looked that good yep. blew my yep. mind. Yeah, I mean, ninety percent of most of that episode, all those episodes were CGI, and yeah. how good it looked. Yeah, I mean Disney. I mean they when they when they do it, man, they do it. You're making me want to just get off and watch it again. That I know. was such a good episode. It was so good. But no, you're right, because it's like we were talking a little bit, you know, again, not to like bring too much of reality into this podcast, but with the current situation with the COVID and the pandemic, it's like Disney has kind of reaffirmed like, oh, I think we are going to do more for Disney Plus and, and yeah. for shows. Mm-hmm. Bring it on, man. Like this is yeah. – I. I don't know. I guess maybe if this was, let's say this was a movie mm-hmm. and you knew by the end of the movie that um, Mando gets baby Yoda back to his people, maybe you'd be mad that like a whole hour was taken up of him trying to slay this dragon. And then maybe yeah. they'd have to rush, you know, it's like, exactly. like, Oh, come on. That was such, you know, whatever is such a detour. It's like in a show. I don't care, man. That was a fun ride. That was great. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'll take more of that. I, I, it was a fun oh, ride. Yeah. Completely. And the amount of Easter eggs is amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, in the, I think the second scene they show um, a spray paint of, or like street art, whatever, of C3PO. I don't think I noticed that. I got to so check that when out. He's, again. When he's walking through that, like, dark, streetway yeah to yeah go to that like fighting ring whatever you, you see all the spray paintings of mm-hmm. stormtroopers and x's through them and writing and stuff one of them under a street light is c-3po's head nice i'll have to i'll have to i'm definitely gonna watch the episode again so i'll uh, yeah and uh, i forget the race's name but those pig race it's the first the Gam- time we've uh, actually gamorians or gamorians or yeah it's the first time we've actually seen them do something besides you know just squeal and do nothing really. <laughs> It's like yeah, that, I like the, the Fight cool. Club aspect to that. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And like the weird that. little uh, midget uh, Cyclops. That was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, trying to think of another uh, Easter egg. Um, I think, uh, you know, five. it comes down to, yeah, yeah, that's right. That that's So in the last season when he went to Tatooine, actually, and it was that young bounty hunter and mm-hmm. – that was actually my least favorite episode of last season. Not mm-hmm. because – I'm not going to say it was a bad episode. It was yeah. just kind of like – It was a filler it, episode. It was a filler episode and also felt a little bit too wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, oh, here's the pit droids. Oh, here's the – you know. Yeah. But I don't know because technically you could say this episode had a ton of the same stuff and it mm-hmm. didn't bother me at all. So I guess it just mm-hmm. comes down to the delivery. Like, yeah. even when they're riding through the desert and he's riding like half of a, a – Pod that, racer. Was, that was Anakin's pod racer. That was part. straight up Anakin's engine. Yeah, was. that I was. They confirmed that it was, and it's like yeah. they're totally just like throwing things at nerds. Like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Which but I loved great. it. I was like, oh snap! And he's riding on the side of it to like counterbalance mm-hmm. it. That was yeah. I thought it was, was cool. Uh, uh, R five, which was cool. To see. When was R five again? He was um, he was in I believe New Hope. Yeah, but where was he in the show? I'm trying to remember. Um, when uh, he went to Tatooine and landed, she called. Oh, yeah, he comes. He comes up with the map or whatever. 
there's actually a small comic book series, not canon, of him um, being the only um, force-sensitive droid. What? R5, yes. Um, I don't no know way, it's not it. canon? I, I'm yeah. shocked. But the, the reason, supposedly, that he blew up in New Hope or whatever... Oh, was, I did read this! Yeah, yes. it's so that... Because he knew R2 had the plans and everything, so that yeah. he blew himself up because he got a force vision. I mean, it's hilarious. Oh so I encourage uh, viewers to uh, go check it out. But it's <laughs> a little, <laughs> little something funny. Yeah, so I'm actually... Just as a quick detour, since we mentioned... Uh, other star wars media i just started reading and i think it is canon i correct me if i'm wrong it's a book called from a certain point of view okay um and it's a very large collection of short stories i believe they're entirely canon from a bunch of different authors uh really really good authors Mm -hmm. of uh like event adjacent things so like uh, events you would recognize from the movies or, or from the shows but mm-hmm. it's from the point of view of someone who you may not have noticed or okay. who was who was in the background. So without spoiling okay. too much, the very first story is uh, the guy who gets choked out by Vader when he's <laughs> um, looking for Leia on board yeah. the, the Tentai 4 or whatever that ship's name is. Um, it's from his point of view up until the point where he where he dies. And it's yeah. sad, but it's actually like hopeful. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I bring this up, actually, I would recommend, I mean, I'm going to read the whole thing and I'm sure there's even more, but like uh, the third or fourth story in there is from the perspective of a Jawa on oh, wow. Tatooine. Um, and I don't want to spoil it too much, but eventually he comes across something very important and he doesn't okay. do, he doesn't do anything crazy like, oh, it's a force sensitive Jawa or, or yeah. something like that, but it was a cute little story that once you realized what was happening, it was yeah. like, oh, wow, that, that actually felt really good. And that, that, That's that was cool. a fun read. So I, I like little side stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, no, I, I, I'm i excited to see. So let's see, other big things. That was definitely Boba Fett's armor that the sheriff was wearing. 100%, like, yeah. And I saw somebody showing that um, – oh, I saw somebody – showing that that was a, an easter egg to the original like star wars boba fett toy in like the 80s or something okay. how it had like a launchable missile from its backpack yeah so and that's, i guess yeah, the, the original mando jetpacks had missiles out on the top because Django had that too right mm-hmm. technically didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. anyway and but i like no, the it's... little nod to boba you know, when his jetpack malfunctioned um and the same thing when mando hit it and he kind of flew off I didn't even notice that. That was mm-hmm. nice catch. That was exactly what that was. Yeah, just knock it and it just sends them flying. <laughs> and I believe Star Wars has a thing about um, people or ships flying out of large creatures' mouths. Yeah, yeah, that um, is that seems to be a trope. <laughs> the thing on Naboo, I think in what episode two, um, we have. Oh no, was it episode one? It was episode one. It was episode one. And then, um, uh, what was it? Episode six, when they when I know the, I'm trying the to remember. Falcon flies out of the the worm, the asteroid yeah. worm, or whatever yeah. that was. And then now the this puppet. talk about some gangster uh, moves by Mando, though. Poor Bantha, though. Oh, Bantha's done. Real Bantha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I learned um, the the pearl that they find in the uh, mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. it called? The crate, the crate dragon. Yeah, the crate dragon. Um, 
it's a very valuable pearl. They like that. The Tuscan Raiders always kind of want one, and actually, you can make a lightsaber out of it. The material. So yeah, I heard that too, and I guess that was a very definitive nod to um, Knights of the Old Republic. There's a yeah. whole quest that involves uh, in that game taking down a crate dragon, and I mm-hmm. think getting the pearl. It might be for a lightsaber or something. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, um, something I learned uh, over the weekend, right after I watched it, um, was um, the noise Obi Wan makes to scare off the Tusken Raiders yeah. from Luke mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the original movie was a crate dragon um, screech or whatever. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. I believe I'll have to go back to. I believe that's also the same sound um, or a similar sound that Baby Yoda makes when he's coming out of the ship in season one. Yeah. Um, when he's coming out of the ship in Tatooine, you know, because yeah. he left him in the ship, and then mm-hmm. the the girl and the droids freak out. I think it's a crate dragon noise as well. So like, that's another, and it's just such a, you know, I, I've always loved Star Wars growing up, and I've had the. I've had a book detailing all the ships of Star Wars oh, yeah. and like their schematics, and I love mm-hmm. all the creatures. Um, and so that was one thing that, like, um, in A New Hope, you see that skeleton in the desert, and it's mm-hmm. like a juvenile crate dragon. Yeah. And and I've always like, for some reason that I mean, I guess maybe just the name dragon inspires like fear or, yeah. or curiosity. I've always been like, man. What does a crate dragon look like? Like, yeah, what does a crate dragon one. do? There, there was one in Knights of the Old Republic or Star Wars Galaxies, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but and... that's like pooty, some pixelated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of yeah. And this maybe it's retconning mm-hmm. a little bit, but mm-hmm. this is like this is how I want the crate dragons to be. Like it oh, was completely. some tremors, Kevin Bacon style. Like that's literally what I thought. I was like, okay, yeah. we're in the desert. Something's tr- yep. going to the ground. I'm like, are we about to see Star Wars meet Tremors? Yeah, that's. I think that was the first thing my dad said when he saw the ground moving. He's like, is, is this Tremors? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I think so, dude. Yeah. Oh, but no, I um, loved it. That thing was the instead of like fiery breath, they gave him like puke breath. Yeah. And, like, and that was like, nasty. Was, like, acid. Yeah, yeah. But no, awesome. Yeah, I really man. liked it. Um, I really liked the small town sheriff um, aspect, mm-hmm. his story. I did. I did enjoy it. Um, I did. I, I what I think I really liked was um, how they they incorporated the Tusken Raiders. Like we've we've always yeah. saw them. Yeah, always, yeah, yeah, always, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Evil sand people, evil sand people, and that's how even what the town people thought. And I really so, liked yeah. how they actually used the you know them as characters as a plot point to you know gather together oh they're not bad people they're just natives that you know when you mess with them they ain't afraid to mess back yep exactly i did really enjoy that i liked it uh and they did it in the first season as well but they expounded on it in this um their way of communication it's not entirely just like grunting and screaming it's like Mm -hmm. they basically have like a form of sign language and that's just such a random little thing that like i i don't know why like that um the guy in the last jedi that had a stutter like stuff like that like people hated that guy for some reason i i find it fascinating like i find Mm -hmm. it like why not like not everybody needs to speak perfect or not everybody needs to speak aloud or you know it's like oh cool these guys speak sign language heck yeah Yeah, man that's awesome that's super interesting like yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was such a cool angle, and I'm glad that they continue mm-hmm. to expound on that in this episode. So Yeah, I liked it a lot. 
I, I love how Mando just like instantly walks into the town and is like, mm, that's mine. Give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know the standoff, man, in the cantina. That was that was so good. One of my favorite things with Baby Yoda closes up because he knows like he closes his little. <laughs> oh like, yeah, he closes his own little br- orb, pram, whatever. or whatever you call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, he's like, dang, Dad's about to go crazy again. I know he sees <laughs> this thing on his wrist. He's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I'm protecting myself. Yeah. Um, One thing. No, I loved it. I did well, like. Um, cause I was afraid the show was just slowly going to turn into, oh, baby Yoda Q fest, which is, yeah. gr- which is, I'm okay with, but yeah. at the end of the day, I still want Not too much Star of that Wars, though. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. Which I was happy with that, with this episode is it wasn't all baby Yoda, even though the show is, I mean, at the ends of it is, is about him mm-hmm. is it's like, it wasn't all about the child, you know, every, not every angle was the child. Not everything was about him. It was, you know, oh, we have a mission to do. And we got new characters. Let's talk about these dudes. Yeah, really absolutely. That. No, I know. And that's why I don't mind. I love the show and I don't mind it tackling side stories because mm-hmm. um, to me, most of that is more interesting than just constant mm-hmm. galaxy shattering um, problems. I, I'm I'm going to like lose my mind if we get another death star just shoehorned in, in oh, somewhere like anywhere like that's not interesting to me mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a plot device like it's it's yeah anyway don't get me started on that it's just <laughs> it's it's more interesting to me to see the boots on the ground i mean that's how kind of star wars started out right mm-hmm. it was kind of like a weird space western where the dude also had a laser sword and, and it's yeah. like, oh what's this force thing but it's like that's what captured people and i think mm-hmm. this show is is good about it's good about showing that it's oh, it's definitely boots on the ground and yeah i'm sure they're going to raise the stakes and that does get really cool but it's like don't Mm -hmm. forget about the 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 day-to-day struggles that these characters have to deal with even when that involves a dragon you know (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's that's also pretty epic yeah Yeah. a first episode talk about you know epicness you know opening with a bang opening with a bang and all at the end of the at the end of it too not even leaving you with that much information not like almost little to none I mean, we'll get into the big stuff, but it's yeah. Know, so we know Boba Fett's alive. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, holy junk. Yeah. I. So my thing when I when I saw that he was casted, my initial yeah. thought was, I don't. I, I didn't think they were going to go that route. I thought maybe an old clone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even though he is a clone, I mean like a clone. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Or yeah. um, some type of flashback. Yeah. But I mean, they went balls to the wall, like in your face, Boba Fett, no doubt. It's him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, there was no doubt anymore. It's not Jango Fett. He's been dead for a cool minute. It's not mm-hmm. an older clone trooper because, you know, he's obviously younger. Yeah. And it's like, where's this dude been? You know, why is he in Tuscan garb? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Talk about just a bomb. I know. I hope they do. I mean, I'm looking forward to them doing more with that. Maybe the uh, the sheriff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, what do you want to see out of this season? What, what, like? I know we yeah. we're kind of just we talked about it a little bit. We're along yeah. for the ride. We we have kind of like these these genres sometimes though that the show seems to tackle. We've had yeah. the the train heist genre mm-hmm. tackled. We've had the almost like the dinosaur Jurassic Park sort of mm-hmm. genre tackled. This was the the kaiju genre. Um, 
I don't know. Is there something that kind of jumps to mind that would be like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to see that, or are you just along for the ride and you're ready to see what happens next? A little bit of both, but I so you know all of Star Wars we've seen some sort of training going on. Yeah. Whether it be a Jedi or you know clone troopers, stormtroopers, you know we've seen some type of some sort of training. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing is you know we don't see a lot of Mandalorian um, like grow yeah. up style. You know, how, yeah. how do they do things? You know, even with this this Mando, it's like we saw what happened to him as a child. We know he's not from Mandalore, but we know he was rescued by Death Watch and became like an honorary Mandalorian. But to what extent was he trained and to what knowledge? Whereas, yeah. you know, Boba Fett is, I mean, basically as Mandalorian as it gets. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, he, he was spawn of, he's he direct, or he's a direct clone of, you know, at the time, what they felt as the most, you know, Mandalorian Mando. Like, <laughs> True. Yeah, that's a they, good point. You know, they picked the one Mandalorian. They thought he okay, was the Mando. We, yeah. Can we splice this dude, his his awesomeness into an army? It's like, yeah. that's what they did. And that's what Boba is. And it's like, obviously, he's still a bad A because he's like, he's able to live through whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, will, we, will he be a good guy, a bad guy? Will, Will he, he return to the Mandalorian or... Creed? Yeah. Was he trained yeah. in the Mandalorian Creed? Yeah, Will he yeah. Train Mando in some way. Will he help him? Was yeah. he going to be against him? Because we already know there's one main protagonist. You know what's his face? I forget his name with the dark sword. It's like, we know oh, he's... Uh, Moff Gideon. Yeah, yeah. We know he's going to be our main bad guy. But yeah. It's like, yeah. how does Bulba play into this? How does the potential other char- big characters coming in? How do they play into this? Hey y'all, Devin, aka Tasty Jerk here, just jumping in real quick. Post edit, uh, this episode is coming out later than I had intended. Uh, wanted to get it out like the weekend after episode one, but life happens, as you know. Uh, so getting out a little later, so I figured I'd just jump in here and say, uh, yeah, we kind of talk a little bit more about episode one, but we cover a few things that are covered in some of the following episodes. So you know, talking about diving more into the Mando's uh, past, into what's going on with uh, Moff Gideon and whatever's left of the Empire. Uh, not going to spoil that here yet, but we are going to try to record a season recap once this season is done with Isaiah, with whoever else. So figured we'd just wrap up the episode right here. Uh, as always, let us know what you think. If you uh, give us a listen, we always appreciate it. Send us a message. Send us any questions you may have for the postseason wrap-up on uh, TNS Radio at Twitter, um, Night Shift Radio on uh, Instagram. But uh, as always, if you listen to this, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one.